Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, has the state championships gone pretty much as you thought they would? Uh, Has Kevin gone as we exactly or if he thought he would? (laughs) There he is. There he is. There hey, he guys. Is. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I'm on tie line B again. Okay. I, yeah, Randy, I think Sterling got me a little excited the other day when he called in, and I talked to him a little bit afterwards. And I was riding the Red Hawk train, but Taylor got the best of them today, 10-4. to 4. I expected a cleaner 6A state championship game, but it was kind of crazy yesterday. Uh, but Conway pulled it out, 10-7, uh, to 7, and then Woodlawn um, exerted their dominance. Uh, Kale Edmonds has got to be a really good story. And it, it could be a Arkansas 30 for 30, if you will, uh, missing 27 games, coming back in the state tournament. He pitched in all four games, culminating it with uh, a complete game in the championship game as the Bears captured their fifth title in six years and got Coach Tommy Richardson his ninth overall state championship. Okay, my, my question to you, uh, if I read that correctly, Kevin, that young man bounced back from Tommy John surgery in two months and was able to get back onto the playing field? That's right. And, and I haven't talked to his dad or asked, and I'm planning on doing this, but there is, there's a complete reconstruction of the UCL and then there's a partial tear to where you can get injections, don't have to do the surgery, and you can kind of bounce back pretty quick in a couple of months. Now, the, the severity of the injury dictates the length of time you're going to be out. So, uh, But he was cleared. He got back. They took him slow. He got in two outs on each of the first and second round game, came in through five innings in the semifinals, and was able to go the distance yesterday. That is amazing. That is. That's just amazing. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, great young man as well. Any time that you hear about the TJ procedure and – I didn't realize there were now basically two different ways that you could go about it where uh, one would not necessitate the actual cutting uh, that's involved. Uh, hmm, interesting. Uh, let's check in with uh, Matt. Matt, good afternoon. Never mind, Matt. Uh, let's try Martin. Martin, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. I'm hoping, I hope you guys are doing well, number one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we are. I thank got a question about great. baseball. All right. I was at my nephew's baseball game in Franklin, Tennessee last weekend, and I need some help on a rule. Okay. Batter, nobody's on base, okay? Okay. A uh, batter steps up, hits the blooper right over the shortstop's head. Perfect, man. He takes off running. All right, he gets to first base, and he curves like he's going to second, okay? Okay. Now, the umpire, well, the the shortstop finally got it and overthrew the first baseman, correct? 
That's not a rule. He was wrong. That's not a rule I've ever heard. Yeah, of. yeah he was yeah, wrong. Never that's heard that's of that. the problem. So the the issue with the turning right or turning left, it's a misconception that you always have to turn right after touching first base. You can turn left all day long unless you declare your intention to go to second. That's the only time that they can throw behind you and tag you and get you out. That just for him being called out for going to second base, I've never heard such a thing. No. Uh -uh. Shouldn't have been. Okay. Well, yeah. I asked the umpire, and the umpire said, I, mean, I told that's a live ball, right? That's a live ball. Yeah. Of course it is. Anyway. And he ought to be able to go to second. Okay. Yeah, yeah even if it was a dead ball, he would have been awarded second base. Yeah, that's yeah. right. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate yeah. you guys. I love your show, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Martin. Thanks, Martin. One reason why I could have uh, maybe understood that application would have been if the runner would have interfered with the first baseman while he's trying to catch the ball but that wouldn't stated um yeah he had already passed the first base and yeah it's kind of in no man's uh -huh. land yeah. i mean if he missed first base yeah that that's the only right. yeah. feasible way i could see him declared out that's right that's the only way and they would have had to throw him to first base to appeal it. Correct, yes. The umpire can't just call him out for missing first base. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Unless they had just thrown over to first uh, in the process, and the first baseman just kind of accidentally stepped on the bag. Right, then he'd be out if he missed first <laughs> he base. He call right. him out that way. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, <laughs> wow. Um, was that not, going back, uh, Kevin, to the... Uh, 6A state championship. Was that not a unlikely hero that kind of got thrown into it? The, the left-handed first baseman that uh, barely, what, a couple weeks ago, maybe that was his 14th or 15th at-bat of the entire season, but because of an injury, <laughs> yeah. he gets thrown into the fray. Next thing you know, he's the MVP. Yeah, Will Thompson. Hits a bomb, and I'm not talking. He didn't. He didn't just catch it and get over the fence. Zach Sahoski, who's going to Rhodes College from from Bentonville, very smart kid. I've talked to him a couple times this year. He's a really good pitcher. He's got some really good stuff. He hung a curveball in the bottom of the first inning yesterday, and Will Thompson tattooed it over the 355 sign in right center field. And you could tell when he got it. If if the only thing that way that ball was not going out is if the wind was blowing 30 miles per hour in, because he got every stitch of that baseball. Uh, and you got to, it's just a really feel good story. And that seems to be the theme of these state title games so far is young men stepping up when they need to. And it's, it's a great experience. You know, Coach Boucher was there yesterday. You know, he was the only coach up until Leighton Harden. 
and Coach Boucher won two titles, and Coach Harton has half of that now in his second year. So uh, one thing that did happen yesterday, Rick, and I, I was going to mention this to you, have you ever in any, any title game in high school seen the starting pitcher brought back in to pitch? No, no. And unless he stayed yeah, in, in, in another position. Yeah, Blake Parker did it for Fayetteville once, but he pitched, and okay. then he went, to, he went to another position, then he came back and pitched again. Yeah. But he, he didn't leave okay. the game. Well, they no. had, yeah, you, you have the re-entry rule now, but they moved him to DH yesterday, so he was still technically in the game. Austin Rainey was. So Austin Rainey, and, and Coach Harden had been doing this throughout the year. He had a starter, a middle relief guy, and a closer. So the starter, Austin Rainey, he started against Southside, threw a couple of innings, and then Hugh Hill came and finished it out. They shut out Southside 3 nothing. Austin then pitched again. Pitched five innings of shutout baseball against Heritage. They won ten to nothing. Austin started the finals against Bentonville. Threw 38 pitches, I think, through two innings. So just like in Southside, Coach Harden brought in Hugh Hill. Well, Hugh Hill did not have it yesterday, and, and Hugh is a really good young pitcher. He's a junior, got a 6'4", 230, well put together. Just didn't have it. The command wasn't there. He couldn't get a really good feel for the ball. So they brought Austin Rainey back in after an inning and a third, and Austin was nails after that. He threw five and two-thirds innings total, uh, so the, the back half was three and two-thirds innings. Only gave up two hits. He had four walks, but he was the reason they won that game yesterday because Bentonville was scoring. They scored seven runs in the, set, in the third and fourth inning while he was out of the game, and he came in and shut them down, allowed the offense to get back in the flow of things. So uh, kudos to Austin Rainey. He had a heck of a game. Uh, he's going to go pitch for the uh, uh, Rich Mountain uh, Bucks next year and Coach Lance Spigner. And, Kevin, the game that's coming up tonight at 7 o'clock, I'm extremely excited to watch that one. That will match up Valley View and Harrison. Harrison has got a potent offense, maybe as good an offense as any team, uh, yet the overall balance and I guess you got to say talent. Uh, may rest, though, with Valley View, but that should be one heck of a game. Yeah, and I got to talk to Coach Josh Allison the other day. Uh, he and I are about the same age, came up together, and we were actually coaching about the same time. So he was at Stuttgart when I was at uh, Sylvan Hills and got to know him. Called him the other day, and we I was talking to him about the, the 4A preview, and I, was, I said, so, okay, so what's the difference in last year's team this year's team? Uh, he said, well, great question. He said, I think the biggest thing is this year's team believes they belong in that championship game. They know they should be there. Where last year, in 2020, they were picked to win it. COVID got them. Last year, they were really young. They didn't really know what they were doing. Well, this year, they do. Of course, Lone Oak uh, got them in the regional semifinals up there in the 4A East at Brooklyn. And I asked him, I said, what would you tell them after the game that, that you lost to Lone Oak? Because that was their only 4A loss of the year. He said, I, I told him I was proud of them. I was like, offensively, you're there. He said, we just got to play clean baseball. If we claim, play clean baseball, we only give up two, two earned runs, we would have won that game 7-2. to two. So he wasn't really worried about it. Now, come to state tournament time last week in Nashville, the offense went off. Slade Caldwell had a grand slam to walk off Farmington 15-3. to three. They beat Arkadelphia in the second round 12-5, to five, and they took care of Shiloh Christian 9-1. to one. Now, they have to play clean baseball tonight because Harrison can score runs and score runs at will. Catcher Beck Jones hit two home runs last week, and we'll finish it on the other side of the break. Tell you a little bit more about the Goblins. Hang in there. That is Kevin Bohan, our baseball 
insider as we go around the horn. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. I got to tell you, Kevin, if there is one change I would like to make to college baseball, mm -hmm. and that is, and this is off the field, this is not fussing about umpiring, uh, this RPI. <laughs> you realize Arkansas defeats Alabama last drops. night and drops two spots? Well, I thought they were they, up from 29 to 27. That's what I thought. I thought they were. I thought they were 28. <laughs> okay. Hey, Arkansas fans should be used to this, right? I mean, we went through a basketball season where uh, media and fans trying to figure out what the RPI meant. And, and here's here's what the RPI is: it's your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, and their opponent's winning percentage. So it's like I said a couple weeks ago. We were, I was talking to Rick about it. I said. Arkansas cannot control Mississippi State's been terrible this year. They lost Landon Sims and just haven't played well. They can't control Ole Miss that hasn't played up to their potential. You know, LSU's been about what we expected, but, you know, Tennessee's been really good. So is Georgia, and that helped Vanderbilt out quite a bit. So when the Hogs lost two out of three last weekend, it, it hurt a little bit, even though they were higher in the RPI. Now, Auburn, who the Arkansas Razorbacks took two out of three of on the road, are a higher RPI right now and projected to be a top six or seven seed at, as by D1Baseball.com. That's something I don't understand. No, hey, that is, that is that hard is. to grasp. Well, I think <laughs> Arkansas, it, as long as the Razorbacks just continue, win another game yeah. at Alabama, maybe two, they're going to be in the top 16. Right. Now, RPI may need. keep them out of the top eight. It may. Yeah. Okay, so you have yeah. to go somewhere and win a Super Regional. That's fine. Yeah. But I think, they I think they will definitely be in the top 16, don't you? I, I agree. And if, if they are out of the top eight, well, I'll have to look back at this, but the last time that a SEC team with 40 wins before the regional was out of the top eight, the last time that happened, because I would like to see that, because they, they have a good chance to get 40 wins before the regional starts. Wow. That, it, that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, this from Military Mike, by way of our Asher Record Service company live feed feedback, said, who in the heck feels sorry for Bama and Saban? He sees the writing <laughs> on the wall. Number five stars sitting four deep on his bench. I'm happy about that because of game six. Uh, because of game eight, uh, he won't be able to bring in a wave after wave of players that would be on the other team's level, but sit on the bench. Uh, this level sports against guys like him couldn't come fast enough. And then this from David. He says midweek game cancellations. Um, A&M, <laughs> Ole Miss, yeah. canceled their midweek games due to the fact that their RPI would drop even with a mm. win. That's right. Uh, heck, word. we won yeah. last night. Should we wish for two rainouts? Just being <laughs> sarcastic. But it looks like a bad look at minimum for both of the schools. Can the NCAA not do something? Well, here's where Arkansas gets hurt. They they changed their policy. They now play in state schools. 
Okay, that's great for competition. It's wonderful that Arkansas plays Little Rock, plays Arkansas State, plays UCA, but it's murder on the RPI because yeah, those, teams, those teams those teams don't help them at all. So it's darned if you do and darned if you don't. Hey, it's a nice yeah. deal. People have loved it. I, I think they like the fact that you, get, you you don't have as much travel and all. So it's very good for Arkansas baseball. And it may promote high school kids going to the other schools in state uh, to play against Arkansas. So it's very good for Arkansas baseball. But it's terrible for the RPI because those other schools don't help you any uh, as far as you're moving up. So I can see that uh, to where that's maybe that's part of why Arkansas's RPI is where it is. That's right. Not going to change, folks. I don't see in the, in the, uh, in the future. That's why this RPI has got to change. Because why should you penalize mm-hmm. Arkansas? In, in fact, A&M had incarnate word and scheduled. That was yeah. the one that, that I know oh, was canceled. Oh, and they dropped it because it hurt their RPI. They dropped yeah. it because it sure hurt did. their wow. RPI. Wow. Arkansas State was dropped by Ole Miss. Wow. I'm not sure many people realize that. Scheduling and travel right. difficulties. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm struggling too. But um, no, I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't think that schools who, I mean, for incarnate word, that may have been their game of the year. Yeah. yeah. That's and now right. they don't hey, get to play yeah. it. And who knows? That's right. I'm, I'm guessing, okay, if it, if it was going to be a, a $25,000 payday, A&M said, look, we'll write you the check. Just just be happy. Well, that's <laughs> not maybe what the coach sold his kids on at Incarnate Word. Come yeah. to a I mean, come to yeah. Incarnate Word. You're not, you know, you're not going to be good enough to play at A&M, but you still yeah, can play well, at A&M, and you can play in College Station. Do you think, yeah, uh, is A&M blaming Nick Saban for this? <laughs> no. But here's here's the deal, Randy. If you have a pitcher that goes out or a hitter for that instance plays against an A and M, and you got a guy that goes out there and just shuts them down, gets on the scouts' radar, and that that's where I see that it hurts baseball is that you're taking chances away from kids that might have the shot that play the, at the next level. Sure. And it may be that kid's game of a life, but it could be something that propels him to do other things, like Will right. McIntyre. Goes out, shuts down UCA, gets a chance to throw it. Now he has an SEC start under his belt. So it, it could jumpstart a kid's career, and that's that's the downside of this thing. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it totally – I mean, well. Uh, let's talk to Cole. Cole, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. I appreciate you letting me in. Uh, I know you bet. I'll probably come up against you here. But uh, I, I am uh, – I heard Rick say it. So darned if you do, darned if you don't play in your in-state school. You guys know I probably have some bias here. But, um, you know, being from Florida, I've, I've grown up watching that team and, you know, succeed for years playing all the in-state schools. Now, the in-state schools in Florida are generally pretty good, but you're playing Stetsons and Mercers and, and, you know, some of the others like uh, um, the team equipment and stuff as well. It's not killing Florida's RPI playing, though. So why is it killing Arkansas's RBI? I don't know. I think they yeah. all do. Are you sure it's Are you the sure point. it's not hurting Florida's RPI? We I don't know the answer to that. I, oh, I don't. Check it out. I think they're I think they're at number eight right now. Do they also they're play? Yeah, they were a little bit higher. All right. Do they also yeah, play 
Florida State, and uh, do they also play some some they, high they profile? Play Florida State Miami. Okay, yeah. so see, they, they play, play some Florida high. State, Miami. That helps them out. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas do that with Oklahoma State and Oklahoma and, and Texas. Well, they were supposed to play Oklahoma this year, and uh, and yeah, they would play. And obviously, Oklahoma and Texas are coming into the league. They have played Texas uh, what two or three years ago. Right. They had two home and home. So uh, this is just a year where that didn't work out. But say if you take Florida State and Miami off Florida's schedule, I'll bet their RPI isn't anywhere near eight. No, and I agree with you on that. But the point I'm getting to is And those are in-state schools. They are in-state schools. And, and they, they thrive on playing the fall of two. And those guys get, like you were just talking about, a huge amount of development. And it also gets an opportunity for the guys on the back. It's end. just an angry once Cold, again for Sir Pro 